Where are we going? Over the top. It's time to go over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hello, Atlanta. It is officially Wednesday at 4 o'clock, which means it is time for Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis with none other than Michelle Taylor Willis. How's it going out there? I hope you guys are doing well. I'm excited about today. It's been an amazing week. We've had so much stuff going on. We have a fantastic guest. Um... And it's been like super sunny and hot. And Jarrell, yep, you know how much I love the sun and the hotness. And the hotness. It's almost like you brought Florida up here. Yeah, actually, you brought the humidity too. It oh, is crazy. It's been really humid. I know because I had meetings this morning, and so I did this to my hair. I know y'all can't see me, real eleven hundred AM, but I did these cute little, you know, curly like things. It. By the time I got to my eleven o'clock meeting, oh, they no. looked like little Afro puffs. Okay, so they. <laughs> it wasn't cute. At all, so yeah, I no, that's having... just that black girl magic, you know. So then yeah. I went back home and redid the little curly cues. So now it's like it never even happened, right? It's like great. No, it looks good because if you had told me that, I would have noticed. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't have never known, right? Um, but yeah, outside of the humidity, it's been great. So first of all, welcome to a beautiful Wednesday that started off kind of gross, but now it looks great. We are here live in the studio, Real 1100 AM. And I got to make sure I give a special shout out to all of our iHeart listeners. Apparently, iHeart, I don't know if they're doing something, but like people listen to us yeah, on iHeart. Um, Did you know that? No, my homegirl sister, she gave us a nice little shout out. What? Uh, she listened to it because one day she tried to tune in on the radio yeah. and it was just acting fuzzy. Yeah. But she heard us say iHeart radio. So she just ran to it and it was perfect. So she heard everything. Everything was going great. This is like two weeks ago. Maybe three. It was for the Jen Ackman, Um Oh, that one. was like. That was probably five, six weeks ago. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Which means is... she's been listening every week since yeah, then. She's been listening. Which means we have another listener. Can you ring the bell? Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's we like, don't, don't have, have a bell. bell. <laughs> 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 like, I'm a great. I was like, we have a bell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish Instagram. Did Instagram catch that? They oh, call, yeah, they call Greg's. What the mess? What, what are you talking about, Michelle? Hi, Instagram. What's going on? We're not on Facebook yet. We'll get to Facebook when we get to it. But, you know. But hello, everybody out there. Okay, so. First of all, in the interest of being amazing and yep. saying amazing things about amazing people, the second taste of Sofu happened in the city of South Fulton last Friday, and it was awesome. Fantastic. Now, not as many people showed up in the city of South Fulton as they did in Fairburn. in Fairburn, but here's why. You know, I always think about the numbers. Yeah, because like, there's got to be a reason. I'm number centric. It's big brain stuff. Okay, sure. big brain stuff. Try to keep up. Oof, that hurts. So, <laughs> so what happens is these city of South Fulton ones, they're breaking them up. So, what do you mean by breaking them up? Because the sense. city is so big, comparatively speaking. Oh, so like, like city size wise. City size wise. So, like Fairburn you know, is bigger than. No, city of South Fulton. So, just FYI, city of South Fulton is actually the seventh largest city in the state of Georgia. Didn't know that. Like 103,000 residents. Yeah. Wow. Why is that not talked about? Do we really want to have I mean, I know, I know why, but you know, I, I, mean, I just Jordan, say that. I just say that to say that. It's a beautiful day, Jarrell. Do I just you say really that. want me to they know who they are. bring down the energy in here? No, you no. Know, no, they know who they are. No. We're bringing up the energy. So it's the seventh largest city. So it's actually a big city. 
And but you know, city of Fairburn, city of Hapeville, comparatively speaking, these are small cities. Yeah. So we're basically chopping up the taste of Sofu so we can get into multiple districts. So it's not just one huge huge thing. Yeah. So because of that, the numbers are going to be a little bit smaller. But, you know, in ways I like that because it's like you don't see the same faces every time. You, you know, you say the same yeah. faces, obviously, of certain people. But yeah. it's like crowd-wise, it's like I saw a whole different oh, group totally than different I saw group of from people. the first group. But what was cool is that we had some people from the city of Fairburn that were there. Was there Mia Miller? Yes. Remember she kept messing up the trivia question? And the I, don't know having, I don't know if she's doing it on purpose or she's just It was just fun like, with Mia, it. just please stop guessing. So no, no, no. I got to get like, this. She's like, I want to be famous. <laughs> okay. So, but she was at the taste of city of South Fulton that we just did. Yeah, and that was um, nice. Uh, the weather panned out. It was supposed to be terrible um, rain-wise, but it, it worked out for us. And you know, the woman that we interviewed last week on the radio show actually ended up yes. getting a table, and she sold tons of books. Yes, uh, shout out to Kim Hart. That Kim was awesome. Hart, and her book is dope. Her book is, no, look, her book is, we're trying to make that a movie. I actually started reading a little bit of it, because you know, I read. You read, so, yeah. Yeah, you know, po- contrary to popular belief. We read, guys. Reading is fun for mentals. Yes, fun for mentals, fundamentals, the whole mental. Um, but it's it's very it's very interesting. It's like from good. the first chapter, Wait it's like till she you gets get. into it. Well, well, you know what happens because well, you yeah. were in the show. But, but it makes me want to you know read it. Yeah, you want to go deep in it. Yeah, like it's definitely it's okay. Okay, that's. I'm sorry. Hey, Nobody Greg. heard me. It's <laughs> only, but I, I felt the it can't be more than a few hundred thousand people listening. Yeah, this time you know who knows. Yeah, anywho. So we had great vendors out there. People had a good time. Casual Cal, my co-host, was amazing. It was awesome. So we just had a good time at the Taste of Sofu. And I, I, I want to see you guys in Union City on July 1st. Oh, we did the mayor's, the city's cook-off. I was about to ask you, are we allowed to, who, who, who won? Who won? Who did win? Who? Because remember, that's the exactly brisket, what I believe. No, the ribs. The ribs Cindy won. Gibbons from Union City. Hey, can we get some, um, what is it, applause, applause for Cindy Gibbons? Yeah. yeah. Cindy Gibbons. Cindy, if you watch this on Team Replay, her ribs, they said, were amazing. I don't eat pork ribs like that. But but we had Chef Sammy. It was someone. I think it was Sammy. It was Chef either Sammy, Sammy or Kevin. Someone had, made a face. It was, mm. <laughs> Mm, you know that black people face at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm, who made this? Who somebody made this? Made, somebody put their foot in these. But Chef Sammy actually won Chopped. He was on Chopped for two seasons. He won for one season. And he's had several restaurants. Sammy Cakes, right? Uh, not Sammy Cakes. Sammy Davis. It's okay, though. Sammy, okay. you know, Sammy Cakes, Sammy Davis. That's yeah. Sam, are you seeing, you're probably thinking of Sammy Cheese Yes. Yes, Sammy Cheesecake, mm-hmm. who actually advertised for us uh, for, for, the, for a while with us. But Small world. He was one of the judges. And there were a couple things up there where he was like, mm, okay, we're just going to keep on. We're going to move past it. I don't know what they were. I can't remember. But I remember a couple of his faces. I don't think it was that the food wasn't good. But he's a chef. Yeah, yeah his faces are priceless. I mean, his palate is just like, you know, should have had a dash more of paprika. I mean, I don't know. Look, expeditiously indubitably. Okay, Exactly. Mm. All of that. All of that. Um, so, yeah, Union City won the, the city's taste off. And Union City on July 4th. We're doing a police barbecue taste off. Wait, on July fourth? July first. Okay, okay. Did I, I say fourth? Yeah, I was like yeah, Independence Day. Yeah. No, no, we're not doing it on July fourth. <laughs> July first, which is Friday. The police, all the police uh, stations, departments are invited to attend and bring their best barbecue game. Oh, I'm there. 
I'm going to be the judge of that. <laughs> you mean we are going to be the judge of that? <laughs> oh, you speak French now? Oh, yes, I do. We, I don't we. know anything about we. Oh, girl, I. hey, don't don't switch up on me now. There's no I in team. Well, there's an I in ribs, so <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to get to and that. I will be eating yes. them. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. So you guys are going to come down to the city square down in Union City. Meet me there. Of course, I'll be hosting again with Casual Cow. We always give away prizes. We dance. We have so much fun. You don't want to miss it. That'll be the third one. Um, but the Taste of Soap Brews are amazing. And we give out T-shirts sometimes, too. We also sell the T-shirts that we yeah, don't give out. Yeah, so, like, you know, if you, there's bring a way $20 to get a, with your friends. Trust me, there's a way to get a T-shirt. There's, there's a, way. a way to get a T-shirt. Only there, though. You have to show up. There is a way to get a T-shirt. Okay, I know we got to take a quick break. But can I just say, because I didn't do this last week. I can't remember if it happened last week or not. But congratulations, Johnny. Johnny oh, Depp. yeah. I mean, we didn't talk about it. We did not talk nah, about it. That but, was... City Boy's up a thousand points we right now. Mean, I ain't gonna hold you. I mean, you know what? Vindication for the guys. Amy's looking like, I don't know what you do. You don't know what it is? And, you know what? Your life has probably been a little stressless with that. That's fine. That's fine. Nah, that's cool. So, for all people who aren't, who don't know, over the top here uh, with Michelle Taylor Willis, Johnny Depp's wife. Right. Yes. Can we even call yes. her that? There's a lot of things we can call a friend, but this yeah. is regulated by the. <laughs> okay, yeah. From Mary, yeah. And his wife, yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna say that. Yeah. Anyway, she was just saying all of these outlandish. I mean, she was. It was. It was ridiculous. She just tried to literally destroy him, yeah. and he was like, "We're not gonna take it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, we ain't gonna take it. Nah, 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 nah." And he <laughs> sued her, and they were like, "No, you. He won. Yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a buck. Or like, okay, a buck. Yeah, Is that a Milwaukee buck. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it um, real." Wait, 15, is that a new thing? I mean, it depends on who you million? ask. 15 million is yeah. not enough. Yeah. If you look at the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise and what it could have made Man. or what it would have made. He, she destroyed him yeah, or tried to. 15 million is a slap on I mean, don't, it's a lot of money. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and say it's not, but comparing what definitely would have been made and he got blacklisted for years you know? know this wasn't just the, this is the same dude who was edward scissorhands willy wonka you know what i'm saying like i love edward scissorhands yeah so you weren't even born when that movie came out dude i was like two at least no i'm oh kidding i wasn't no, i wasn't two I, no she's right i wasn't born but he like, wasn't born <laughs> no i just like to mess with Jerome's her. like three right now tough I mean, <laughs> seriously but no you're right it wasn't enough yeah so it wasn't enough it is what it is it's a lot but you know it is what it is i'm happy for him um Shout out to the truth. It still, no, no. It still works. Um, it does. I, I mean, every now and then it peeps its little head. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure I did my to give him a shout out because I think that's amazing. And speaking of amazing, we do have an amazing guest in the studio today. If you own a business, small business, medium business, maybe large business, and you are not certified as a any of your minority, woman owned, vet, any of, any of that, <laughs> I have the woman in the house today. That you have to talk to because you are missing money, and that includes me because I'm not. <laughs> I know, we've talked about this. We have talked about this. So I'm like, Amy, I'm gonna get on your calendar, and make tons of money with you, and then it's like crickets, right, Amy? Yeah, That's what okay. happens. I, I get know. it. It's my it fault totally. But we're gonna learn all kinds of things, and you are gonna learn exactly how you do business with the government the right way. Mm -hmm. Amy yeah. has been doing this for 20 years. Mm -hmm. She's a she's a beast at it. 
Um, so we're going to talk to her when we come back. We got senseless shenanigans at 5 o'clock. We got a special guest that's going to come in here uh, about 5 o'clock. 404-603-8770 is a number. If you want to call into the Ask Michelle segment, you can ask Amy. You can ask our special guest. You can ask me almost anything you want to. Doesn't mean I'm going to answer. Guys, it's over the top <laughs> with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM and iHeartRadio. Don't touch anything. I promise you we'll be right back. Michelle. Michelle. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM and iHeartRadio. Just so you guys know, we do convert this down for all the team replayers. So after the show is finished with the live broadcast, then you can literally come back and search Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis and we will show up on every single one of your podcast 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 platforms. Like we are literally on everything, and you can listen. It's commercial free, theoretically. Yeah, uh, but you can listen, and you can still be empowered and be inspired, and all these things when you're here on uh, on Over the Top. So don't let the fact that you can't listen live on Real 1100 AM or on iHeartRadio Live, doesn't matter. You can come back, and we are on all of your favorite podcast platforms. So just remember that. You can find us just about anywhere. Um, Listen, when we went to break, we talked a little bit about my friend Kim Hart's book, Pardon My Truth. Okay. This was one you want to go back and listen to. Like, search over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis' Kim Hart episode because she breaks down the book that she wrote called Pardon My Truth about her, her marriage, and uh, a couple of very interesting things that happened in her marriage. Yep, but so interesting that you have to go back either next week's or last week's episode or read it. We, and, we're not going to, no, and this, elaborate. this literally transcends every age group because yeah. I had two early, tw- a late teen and an early 20-something sitting in the booth last week and they were like oh my god what's next what's it like they yeah, were literally on, on, on the edge of their seats trying to figure out am i lying no, and look, i'm guilty myself i was i may or may not have been one of those uh spectators uh maybe wanted to know more maybe wanted to know more actually and look i'm so interested i got a book guys so i don't want to hear no excuse oh yeah i was gonna i told you i'd take care of that for you i need to send that to you oh yeah, yes i got you covered um but you got to check out her book you can go to Kim Hart, author, pardonmytruth.com, and you can get the book. Um, you can find it on Amazon, Pardon My Truth. Kim Hart is who wrote it, and it is literally, it's good. So get it, read it. Let me know what you guys think. Maybe I'll bring you back in the show, but y'all can call in and tell me, and let me know what you think. But Amy, that's a book. I can't wait. That's a book you got to get. Shout out to Coke United, as always. Thank you for providing drinks for the over-the-top uh, radio show with Michelle Taylor Willis. We love everything you guys do, Coke. We appreciate your partnership. All right, guys. Small business owners, if you or medium business owners or large business owners, if you're in business, okay, let's just do okay. If you're in business, you own a business, you run a business. If you're not certified as a minority contractor, woman owned, veteran owned, all of them. 
anything that could potentially keep you from running a business that would classify you as a minority, then you should be certified. And there are certain designations for each of these classes. And my friend here today, Amy Reese, specializes in making sure that you can get the certifications. And here's what happens. When you get certified as a minority owned or woman owned or veteran owned or whatever, then you get access to certain government contracts um, that when you get them is guaranteed money. You do the work, you get paid. And, um, and you cannot get access to these sometimes seven figure mm -hmm. contracts if you're not certified. Uh, the more I talk and promote her, the more I want to run into a corner and um, curl up and die. Because, <laughs> <Don't do that>. <laughs> <laughs> because I am not I, any of these things. I mean, I'm black. I'm a woman. I got two down yeah. right there. Hello. I mean, my husband's a vet. Does oh, that almost yeah. count? Girl. Oh, he's a vet? Yeah. I know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Actually, my ex-husband was a vet, too. What? And, uh, is a vet. And my dad was a vet. Uh, what, wow. what branch uh, was dad in? Dad was... Air Force. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's one of the good ones. Yeah. No, no, no. Air Force is one of the good ones. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. He was Air Force. Um, so anyway, I'm happy we've got Amy Reese. She is a multiple award-winning business growth strategist, and she's CEO of Arc Business Solutions, a certified <laughs> woman-owned. See what I did there? Certified. She's certified. She'll <laughs> certify you. Uh-huh. That's a double entendre. <laughs> I know, I cracked myself up. Uh, and she's a consulting firm that really specializes in helping small businesses grow by helping us securing these contracts with the government. Now, here's the deal. This is what I love about Amy. And Amy and I have had this conversation before. She's got 20 years of experience in the corporate sector, in the private sector. So she knows how to run a business, period, because she was taught mm -hmm. by the people who created the corporation that's right and so she transcended that into her own business and how to help you run your business mm -hmm. and she is a beast at it i've sent people to her mm -hmm. um so i've never worked with her directly but i hear the remnants of all the wonderful things she does and thank you for the referrals absolutely her name <laughs> she's out here in these streets she's out here in these streets amy welcome to over the top with michelle taylor willis thank you so good to be here I'm so glad you're here. I'm it glad took to be a minute, here. I know. You're so busy saving oh the world. God, I'm I mean, so sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, gosh, when is not she saving the world. Yeah, saving just the, the business world. world. No, we well, only have superheroes on the show. You just know. A, oh, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. okay. Your cape is invisible. But oh, we yeah. know it's there. Thank you. You can't have it around because, like, it, it's cumbersome. Like, got it. Yeah. It gets in the way. It, it gets hot. It's too hot. It is. Tis the season. It's too hot. It is way too hot. All the humidity and stuff. It's way too hot. It's way too hot. So uh, I read a statistic somewhere. Mm -hmm. Less than 1% of businesses that should be certified are certified. Is that right? Less than 1% of businesses that should be in the federal and corporate marketplace is even <laughs> in the federal and corporate marketplace. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's alarming and disappointing at the same time. Right. And if you think about the minority businesses the woman-owned businesses that have these additional set-asides, the percentage, if you can imagine, is even lower than 1%. Which is crazy. It's shameful. Especially when, if you think about, so forget about Georgia, let's just talk about Atlanta. Mm -hmm. The amount of black-owned and minority-owned businesses mm -hmm. in, the state of, in the state of Atlanta, in the city of Atlanta, 
is <laughs> it should be a state. <laughs> All this mess going on in Atlanta. Uh, it's staggering, mm-hmm. comparatively speaking, right? Mm-hmm. To yes. all the other cities. And yes. I mean, like, we're leading. Yes. yes. Right? It's even disproportionate, really, if you look at the state of Georgia. Yes, absolutely. Um, So we should be... We should be killing the game we be killing in Atlanta. The game. And yeah. we're not. And we're not killing the game in Atlanta or nationally or Georgia. We're not killing the game. And Joe Biden, in December, he increased the set-aside percentage for black businesses increased it because we complain and then we sit on the sidelines and don't take advantage of it we don't get in we don't get in the game we don't we don't participate so our participation hasn't really increased which is sad i get it (laughs) so yeah and i'm one i don't complain it's a lot of work i get it 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 is is a lot lot of work but that's why you're here yes Right? Because yeah. people try to do this stuff on their own. Right. So you use a lot. So I want to, I mean, I set aside as one um, minority contracts. You're using a lot of big words here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. No, it's good. Yeah. And so I want to dive into that. But mm-hmm. I want to I want to talk a little bit about how you were able to parlay your corporate experience into a small business. Because, as you know, I think that's so important to get that corporate experience. Mm-hmm. So many people jump out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't need, I, I don't need the man. Mm-hmm. I can do my own business. I got this. I got this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let's go as, ahead and talk about it. Let's today. do it. As many mm-hmm. of our businesses that we start and that should have access to all this money, we can't make it past year two. That's right. So much failure. So much failure. Mm-hmm. But we don't not understand how to really, really run a business. We Exactly. Talk about that. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because when I first launched ARC, um, I I had never worked with other small businesses before. Mm-hmm. I had only been on the corporate side working with uh, other corporations. So my my the, the company that I worked for for ten years before I came into this world, the small business world, um, I was I led a team of you know individuals uh, and who. Spearheaded strategic partnerships with major corporations, uh, and so for for me being able to transition from that world into the small business world was not something I was used to because I I never I was never into the the general marketplace. So 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 myself and my team in my entire career actually even after I graduated from school was um, was always in the corporate or governmental space. So mm. the companies that I work for, we created strategic partnerships with other corporations, um, governmental agencies. You know, I, my past life, I had I was a part of a strategic plan to uh, partner with the city of Atlanta, the city of Marietta, the city of Roswell. So that's what I was doing. And so when I decided to leave corporate America and come into this space, I was astonished by the lack of um, business acumen that right. exist in the small business space. Right. I wasn't used to it and I was it it disappointed me. Hmm. Um because we are we are lacking in that space. But also I understand that you know when you're a small business owner you you you're good at what you do. If right. you're a tech person, 
you're good at that. If you're a janitor, if you're landscaping, if you are whatever it is that you do, engineering, whatever, you, you may not know how to run a business. You may not have that acumen, but it's important to try to seek it if you know you want to go into business. And I think that's where people are trying to take shortcuts. Mm. You can't take shortcuts with this. Right. If you're going to show up and show up well, you have to be able to... Um, Take some courses, or you know, listen to uh, have a mentor. You or know, hire mentor, some people. Hire some people, <laughs> but you got to have the capital to do that, yeah. which we know. Which is why you need to have six to twelve months of opening yes, and ma'am. operating expenses, yes. so that we can do all the things that. You yep. know, we should yep. do that we don't do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's it's just it's it's very interesting. So when I transitioned. I thought, okay, what can I do? Like, how can I help? Because I'm one of those people that's always trying to look for ways to to help. I'm always sharing. I'm always, if I learn something. Yeah, you are. I'm telling. I'm telling. Don't tell me something that's good and that can help people because I'm telling everybody. Right. And uh, and so. Was that supposed to be a secret? Right. Because I'm telling. I'm telling. Sorry. Um, And so. You know, I started, you know, doing some roundtables with the, when I met you, I had I had just, I think, joined the Cummers Club mm-hmm. or whatever and started doing some roundtables, bringing some subject matter experts in to to train and, you know, just kind of help, you know, small business owners. So um, but again, you know, the participation rate has to be there. And one of the things that I've learned about particularly our people is that, uh, you know, we we are stubborn, mm. <laughs> you know, like we don't really want to always do things the right way you know right. we, we kind of we you know and I always tell people like you can't build a house or any building starting with the walls or the roof right you have to have a firm foundation absolutely and we just want to skip it we want to start straight with the, we would just want to we just want to start with the roof yeah and get there and that's not how this works mm. um you know so when I first started you know telling more people about the government contracting and what ARC really was doing in the space, Oh, people saw it almost as like a pot at the end of the rainbow kind of thing. And then I had to I had to pull back on that. And I'm like, this is not getting certified is not going to get you the contracts. Right. Getting, you know, that set up in the space. Access. It just gives you the access. Right. You've got to do the work. And so I pulled back a little bit to say, you know what, let's let's really get down to the nitty gritty of teaching people really what it takes in order to be in that space because doing getting the certification is it does you no good other than having a pretty logo on your website or mm. in your in your signature line that that's pretty much it but if you're not really willing to do the work it's nothing it means nothing it's a piece of paper how did you decide this is what you wanted to do when you said okay I'm leaving corporate america did you know you were going to leave corporate America for ARC or were you leaving corporate America for another dream? Girl, no. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> so before, about a year before I left corporate America, I had started thinking about my legacy. I had been with the company for almost 10 years. I was in charge of a whole team spearheading strategic partnerships in the millions. And that last two years, I believe that God really started speaking to me like, Okay, you're doing, I I did very well financially, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't making millions in the corporate world, you know what I mean? And so I started thinking more about my own legacy and the gift that I was giving to that corporation. And although, you know, I feel like they valued me and all that stuff, not to the degree, I just felt like I was being called in a different direction. And so about a year before I left, 
I became a partner in a property management real estate company. Okay. And my my job as a, as 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 one fourth partner was a four four people. One fourth partner was the the business development for obvious reasons because that's what that's I was what did, you were doing. right? Yep. Uh, and so real estate really I believe it as a, a wealth vehicle. Obviously real estate, but it wasn't my thing to like immerse myself in to learn. Um, so my job was to grow the company. And how do I grow com? How did I grow companies for twenty something years? Big stuff. I, I, I never did the general marketplace. Like, right. that's just not where I, I wasn't even comfortable in right. the general marketplace. So I started thinking, well, Amy's like, I'm not used to dealing with normals. Ah! <laughs> but no, no, no. <laughs> but seriously, the, 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 the general marketplace is very, and that's what business owners need to understand. The general marketplace is very different than the, than the federal and the corporate marketplace. You work just as hard, man. I mean, honestly, in the in those in in the general marketplace with everybody else, with the other hundred percent of the ninety nine percent of the people, then you would in the corporate or the federal marketplace. Mm. It's just a different marketplace, right. and so because I came from that, I knew it and understood it. Right, and so that's the direction that I took the company in, and then I started learning about the certifications and all those things. And as I was going through the process, it literally—I'm I'm not kidding—it took almost a year. For for me to figure out that crap, the it certification is, stuff. Lot. It was. Did somebody teach you, or did you just kind of no, do it? honey? So you literally did it all. God on was in. When I tell you, because I can remember sitting up and saying after rejection, you know, this is wrong. Rejection, you know, not getting approved. I remember telling uh, my friend at the time, who's my partner actually. I said, you know what, this is for the birds. I can't. This is ridiculous. I'm much. not gonna. I'm not gonna. Do. He said, don't give up because everybody gives up. And I just, I just continue. And I, and through all of that, guess what? I learned so much about the process. Mm-hmm. And when, when I got everything completed, we've got our MBE, we've got our WOSB and federal okay, registration. Okay, hi, hi, uh, AKA DST. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right, 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 right. That was new, so we're going to get Is that our stuff in the D9 space? No, it's not the D9 space. It's like the real 1100 space. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, woman-owned small business certification, which is a a certification if you are at least 51% owned and operated by a woman or if your company is, then that's a certification that you could and should get. So that's WOSBC. WOSB. That's it. WOSB certification, right? And then the MBE is the Minority Business Enterprise Certification, and that is the uh, MBE certification. Those are two different marketplaces. One, the WOSB is the federal marketplace. The MBE is the corporate marketplace. Oh, wow. I did not know. Oh, my gosh. She's dropping gems in Damn, girl. You can even say bars if you ask the right person. Well, bars. she'd have to rhyme it. If it doesn't, don't bars have to, have to rhyme? Hey, some bars are so good they don't need to rhyme. Oh, like some of the ones I drop, right? Good point. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Great point. Yeah, that's what it is. No, Jay Z got a lot of bars that don't rhyme. Think about it. Well, Jay Z and I are kind of on the same plane. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Jay Z, <laughs> Oprah, Michelle. Hey, I'm just saying. You know? oh, that's right. I mean, hey, listen, hey, I listen. I don't like to toot my own horn, but it beep, is beep. what it is, huh? Right. <laughs> All right, so WOSB and then MBE. Okay, those are so I set out after I do, did my research. I set out to be. I wanted to to for the company that I was with to be in both marketplaces because I'd done research and I was like, okay, we can win opportunities on both sides. Uh, so I went after both of them. It was a daunting task. In the middle of that, it's like I could. I I, I was like something else is. Go- I didn't know. I didn't understand it all at the right. time. 
But I proceeded, um, got approved for all of that stuff. And um, the whole time, you know, the real estate space, again, I believe in it as a wealth vehicle. But but for me, that wasn't my passion. Right. And so, um, but I was, you know, we were able to win some opportunities with Wells Fargo, who I'm no longer a fan of, quite frankly, because of all the other negative stuff that's been going on. That's a whole nother show, probably, <laughs> um, uh, with them. And then also with the um, with housing and urban development, okay. um, doing bulk property management, pretty much. It's called receivership, right? And so I didn't know anything about that stuff. But right. because I entered that space and I did research, that was my job. I was a partner. It was my job to figure out how to grow this company the way I knew how to grow it. Sure. Um, and when I, during that journey, that was when God started speaking to me. This is not where you're going to be permanently. Mm. You're, you're going to take your talents and you're going to take it over here. And I was like, what? Because... Believe it or not, before I left corporate America, I already had the name ARC. It was Amy Reese Consulting. I already knew. And before I left corporate America, I was like, you know what? I have these great partnerships with these major corporations. And literally, my Rolodex is crazy. Like, I know so many people in in the C-suite and most of these major corporations. I'm just going to branch out and be a consultant on my own. Right. 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 That's that's what I was going to be doing. Doing pretty much the same thing I was doing with the the company I was working for. Right. But doing it under my own entity. Got it. Okay. And I want you to hold that. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, I'm getting so good at teasing up the next segment. Jarrell. I love it. Do you like what I do? Yeah, I it's stopped cute, her it's on like, purpose. Stop it. You got to stay. Don't say anything else. Okay. Okay. Do you remember where you were? Because I don't. Yes. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, let me see. <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We, when we come back, it'll be 5 o'clock. We're going to do senseless shenanigans with Jarrell. I'm sure he's got something great for us. And we also have a special guest that's going to come back. But then Amy is going to tell us what literally caused that shift from her just being a regular old corporate consultant to literally changing the way people do business through her insight and intellectual knowledge. Yeah, because that's the yeah. way I see it. Don't yeah. look at me like, really? It's yes, crazy. Really. Yeah. It's over yeah. the top, guys. Yeah. It's Michelle yeah. Taylor Willis right here on Really 1100 AM. Shout out to iHeart. We love you guys. Instagram, Facebook, don't go anywhere. We're going to learn more about Amy. Talk to our special guests and senseless shenanigans when we come back. Michelle. Michelle. All right, guys, welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. We are broadcasting live from beautiful uh, Midtownish, almost Buckhead, Atlanta, <laughs> about a mile from Buckhead, but let's call it Midtown. Uh, but regardless, we have a beautiful sunny day in Atlanta. I love days like this. I would just like walk out and get vitamin D because, you know, vitamin D is very important. It is, it is literally the miracle hormone. Did you know vitamin D was a hormone and not a vitamin? I didn't know it was a hormone. I know I started taking it um, during the pandemic. Yes. Religiously. Yes. Because yeah. there have been ties now mm-hmm. directly to COVID prevention and, and vitamin, vitamin D. D. That's right. But vitamin D literally will cure, will prevent you from getting darn near anything. I believe that. Um, they've got a study out or about to be out now about how if you take vitamin D, it'll reduce your incidence of CTE. Like for 
athletes. Wow. Yeah, vitamin D is like out of control. I interviewed the international leading <laughs> vitamin D expert. Oh, that's all I know. Okay. But well, yeah. I'm doing good. I take I take the supplement every day. Every day. So mm-hmm. that's good. We need it more than anybody. I know. Yeah, we need it more than anybody. So it's 5 o'clock, guys. You know what that means. It's time for Senseless Shenanigans. So Drell's going to do that. But before we do Senseless Shenanigans, I want you to finish your story. When we left, we had the we left them with a cliffhanger of how you literally transitioned thinking you were going to be this big corporate consultant and call all your C-suite friends. Right. And then how you ended up saying, you said a voice. You think it was God. Yeah. God was saying, uh, Amy, you were meant to change lives. Well, I mean, I'll tell you this. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it came in drips pretty much. And so... Uh, I'm sorry, guys. You y'all can't see us in the you studio. Can't see we're what's having, going on. We're having the equivalent of a wardrobe malfunction. You're a real eleven hundred not over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Uh, and so Instagram and Facebook aren't even up right now. They can't see. They the can't shenan- see. This is the senseless shenanigans okay. we like for it. the day. But we we're like getting it. Shenanigans. We're getting it all taken care of here. Yes, senseless <laughs> shenanigans. Sorry about Rogers, that, y'all. <laughs> Um, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm a believer, right, in the yes. in the most high. And so, uh, you know, I just knew that I was being pulled in a direction that was different from what I thought yeah. that I was going, quite frankly. And so, you know, after I won those opportunities or the company I worked for before I won those opportunities, I said, you know what? And I could hear God speaking and pulling me in that direction. I just took a leap of faith and and just launched. You know, I, I took what was supposed to be ARC business solutions that was supposed to be my corporate stuff that I was going to be doing, my corporate consulting. Right. And parlayed that and, and literally just kind of changed focus. And that's, you know, the rest is history. So, you know, again, you know, when you talk about, you know, being new in the in the small business space and, and with my background, it, it really was an eye opener for me just in terms of, you know, the skill, the, the soft skill, um, uh, the lack of soft skills, you know, that mm. exist in the small business space. Right. You know, the acumen and all of that stuff. Right. And so I, I was just astonished by that. But it has been nothing but a joy. I have met the best people on my journey. You're one of them. Aww. I had an opportunity to meet you. Like, literally, I think we had only been launched for about a year. And I had an opportunity. I met some wonderful people through the Commerce Club and just mm-hmm. um, people who I consider friends, yeah. you know, to this day. So I'm just so blessed. And I would never have imagined this was not the journey that I that I thought I would be on. But I'm so grateful to be used in this way to be able to, um, you know, bring knowledge and information to people that can change their life and their legacy. Because that's, that's what it's about. And that's why I said, and you looked at me crazy when I said it. But that's why I said, because you are literally now changing lives. You're changing people's lives. You're changing the way people do business. You know what I mean? You just said, you looked at me like, well, I don't know. That seems quite histrionic, Michelle. (laughs) And but you just literally. (laughs) I did. You know, and I'm going to be honest with you, if I can, just transparent. I had a really uh, interesting conversation with a woman who listened to my radio segment on Monday mm-hmm. and um, she's she's 69 years old a, a, an established businesswoman here in Metro Atlanta with several companies and the things that that woman told me that I knew already in terms of what is you know my um, my call mm-hmm. and what I'm supposed to be I knew it but it, it is overwhelming at times for me 
to hear stuff like that just yep. because it's so big. But you know what? If it's not if it's not big, it's not it's not God. Yep. Sometimes it's you. If it's too small, sometimes it, maybe it's just you. Right. If it scares you, then then that's probably where you should be, dude. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny you mentioned that. I know we're gonna do your senseless shenanigans. I'm not uh, take your time. I love but this. But it's funny because the same thing. Literally, we we had I had a conversation with um, one of my new advisors right before we came in, and we're gonna do a little bit something different with the company, which I'm gonna tell you guys about hopefully in the next few weeks. But as I was going over it with my management team, Mm -hmm. I was saying, I know this is what we're supposed to do because I'm really nervous about it. It's like really uncomfortable. Yes. Like it literally, as I was taught, was like making me very uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. But I know that that's what it's supposed to be. That is it. Yes. Do it scared. It's, you know, what I, I, and I tell my clients this all the time. Yes. Yes. It's big. Yes. It's, it, it feels like it's too much, you know, but. Do it scare. And I'm going to tell you something. This past August will be seven years that I've officially launched ARC. Seven years in full-time, being a full-time business owner. Um, And there have been many moments that I have been scared. Oh, yeah. And uh, or thought that something was too big for me or that I couldn't accomplish it. Or, oh, my God, you know, you know, I got to hire more people. I got yeah. more responsibility. How am There's I going to pay these people? How, How am I, I going to do? Yeah, There's like, a lot to being a business absolutely. owner. Right. And absolutely. so. Um, but I'm going to tell you something. It's been the best journey of my life. And I tell my clients, if you're not scared, then you're doing it wrong. Mm, if you're not scared, you're doing it wrong. Can we? Well, I'm taking that, by the way. Take I'm going to trademark girl. it. Sorry. You shouldn't have said it out loud, friend. <laughs> you <laughs> you can't. If you're not scared, you're doing it wrong. Like, seriously, yeah. probably it's probably too small. It's, I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. All right, Jarrell, you ready with our senseless shenanigans for today? I believe so. And senseless shenanigans, guys, is brought to us by Credit Hub Access. You got to make sure you... Shout out, give shout out, give my boy Benji a shout out over there. Listen, if you're a seasoned small business, you've got $300,000, worth of revenue coming in or up. You've been around for a little while. You've got a couple of employees and you're looking at how you can get your business funded. Then you need to reach out to Credit Hub. You need to make sure you call Benji. They are on the internet, credithubaccess.com. They are on socials at Credit Hub Access. Reach out to them. Let them know where you are. Make sure you're telling the empty dub sent you. And then you heard it on over the top radio. But I promise you, he is the one that can get you funded. All right, Jarrell, what you got? All right, so two things. Um, uh, do me a favor. I think during our little uh, mishap, some of the mics got turned down. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. There we, yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's way better. Because I was just like, I cannot hear a thing. Um, <laughs> perfect. So today's shenanigan um, is to do with the school system all the way over out west. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you guys remember seeing in the classroom growing up, like pets-wise? You know, if you guys oh, had like... pets? Yeah, like did you guys have class pets or whatever? Was we that we had snakes. I remember a rabbit. Uh, maybe a guinea pig. You wow. didn't have that? No. Did you grow up in a white school district or black school district? Black school district. Oh, I grew up with white people. See, so yeah, you we have had, it. They, yeah. Yeah. We had all kinds of. <laughs> we is... had a horse in the back at one Shut time. Shut up. Wow. Okay, okay little Nas X. Jeez. Yeah, he's got a horse in the back. Okay. Um, no, this week's uh, shenanigan, a wild animal broke into a school system over in California. Uh, the hi- It's a high school, actually. It's called, let me make sure I can pronounce it right, Pescadero High School. Um, is that for, in Texas? Uh, no, California. Oh, you say California. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not saying what county it's in. Uh, oh, Pescadero, California. So I guess that's the, you know, city of it. Um, they found a cougar 
chilling in the corner of the classroom. Oh, wow. Wait, how old were they? Wait, high school? High school, yeah. So these are older Yeah, these are older kids. kids. I mean, so freshmen. Yeah, anything, I, don't, right? I don't think, yeah. yeah. So 13 to 18, that's your you know age range you're dealing with. Actually was found by the janitor when he came to clock in and get everything set up for the day. Um, he said he was just going through, turning on lights, and then, you know, you hear something in the dark, but you just don't pay any mind. You know you're the only one in the building. He's not going to, you know, no scary movie stuff. Well, no, if I hear something in the dark, friend, I'm running. Well, no, that's the thing. He didn't run, but he just did double take, and then he flipped the switch on, and next thing you know, it's just a cougar chilling in the corner. Wow. Um, it, now, there's no good news. It's a cougar, but it was a smaller one. It, it was a uh, baby growing to an adult. It wasn't a full grown. So it was like a baby cougar. Yeah. I but, mean, how much harm can they really do? Uh, really? You? I mean, they don't even there. have their adult teeth yet. Uh, have you like? Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to connect that. Baby. Everything a baby is more dangerous. Like <laughs> right. everything as a baby is yeah. more dangerous. I don't even want to compare it. Like baby so snakes, how, baby kangaroos, okay, everything. Like. How did they get him out of there? They called their local. Um, almost. Wait, the cougar there. didn't like approach him like he didn't like no stayed in the corner just, i mean it got up and you know it started moving around but it didn't you know attack anybody it didn't get any close um they said they immediately called the police and the sheriffs came through once they realized it was what it was then they called the animal um, department the police didn't believe them oh yeah like, yeah that's is, one of those like dude it's too early like calling. exactly <laughs> imagine you get a call at a monday morning yeah we got a cougar in our cafeteria uh, as in co-workers as like what does that yeah, mean exactly. <laughs> as in, like man. she's 59 <laughs> like, she's you looking need to for- <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, See what I did there? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> nah, uh, very small. It was only about 40 to 50 pounds. So, but still, it's a baby cougar. I don't, Kit we Kat, do whatever. Cougars. I, I would have freaked out. Look, if it was a baby pit bull, I would have been gone, okay? Did you say Kit Kat? Yeah, Kit Kat. <laughs> Same thing, okay? okay? All right, that's enough of you. Thank you, Jarrell. <laughs> yeah. That was a great sense of the shenanigans. Oh, and happy ending, they ended him in Oakland Zoo, so he is now... Is that really a happy ending? I don't Shouldn't know. Shouldn't they have shipped him back to... I'm going to be honest with you, the way wildfire is going right now, maybe not. So maybe it is a happy ending for my boy. Okay, I'll let you have that. Thank yeah. you, Jarrell. <laughs> Think about it. Why, why is he in human, you know, containment? Because, you know, the forest stuff's getting burned mm. up, global warming. So it could be saving his life. It could be, but also... I this don't know his time, opinion. This is a time when enslavement is okay. Is that what you're saying? Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I went Hey, there. Greg, we can take off that whole segment, right? Because <laughs> she totally flipped that on this me. This shenanigans <laughs> brought to us today by Credit Hub Access. Make sure you reach out to Benji Nunn at Credit Hub Access on just about everything. CreditHubAccess.com. If you need funding for your small business and you've been around for a while he is your guy make sure you reach out to him tell me you heard him on over the top and radio also i want to give a shout out to uh, my boy justin for pristine and clean um he came over to our house if you guys are looking for somebody to clean up your uh living area and hang your tvs on the wall for you he that is the guy too? well not clean but it oh, makes okay. it cleaner you Got know it. you don't have anything on the ground or whatnot no wires yeah no wires led lights everything looks great so he did a fantastic job Shout i just wanted out. to take time to really just plug and, you guys in and he advertised for three months with us and we he's seeing the benefits yes and his guys that. and he's awesome. great very reasonable dude i look at his prices and he's like, not charging just, enough raise your prices yeah, but no not question. before any of my listeners call you <laughs> yeah afterwards call today guys if they said they came because of us then you know you give them what it is, but yeah, after yeah, that, it, it is a wrap. So listen, we have a special guest that has come into the studio who actually was at the Taste, Taste of Sofu last week. And uh, I was like, and I listen, we love Roger Bruce. But one of the reasons I really love Representative Bruce is because he's always been a huge supporter. And he gave me my first proclamation for all the work that we did in Sofu. 
And so um, we saw him last week, and I was like, yo, you know, are you doing the radio circuit? What are you doing? Why don't you come by and say hi to our listeners? So he came all the way from SoFu up here. Ooh, with those pretty green eyes. Hi. How are you? I woke up this morning. That's a good start to any day. That is a great start to most, well, to all days. I guess you are right. What's up? <laughs> Rep- Let's welcome Representative Roger Bruce in the house. All right. He's got on his shirt, his, 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 uh, his representative shirt. Do they give you all those on the first day? No. Oh. You have to buy them. Uh, they make what? you pay for you your own buy? shirts? Yeah. You pay for your own shirt. <laughs> You want you, you don't want tax dollars to pay for my shirt. Well, dude. fair oh. enough. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Good way. Okay. Oh, See, I love how you cleared that up. I do <laughs> like how you cleared that up. Yeah, it totally makes sense. So we got a runoff coming. Yeah, we do. Uh, Congratulations the, on making it to the runoff. Well, thank you very much. I got forty-seven uh, percent. My closest competitor got nineteen. And, and Georgia is one of these crazy states yeah. that still has this fifty percent plus one. <laughs> Uh, rule in place. Um, I don't think it's fair, but uh, years ago, you know, when they first started letting uh, black people run for office and we, <laughs> and we were beating the, the white folks, yeah, they uh, came up with this law to give them a second chance. Oh. And uh, that's how it got in place. Wow. Did not know that. Either. Little known piece of history. Yeah. It's kind of like the cougar. Kind of like the cougar, <laughs> yes. Well, let me give you another little-known piece of history about Representative Bruce. He is one of the original architects. Some people some people might call him the architect for the city of South Fulton. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, along with some others, you know, we created a city. And uh, I don't know that you know that many people that, that have done that. but I don't. Uh, I know. Wait, one... Yeah, just one. Yeah, just one. Uh, But the idea was, you know, we had people that were governing the area that didn't even live in the area. So the idea was to to try to control uh, what was happening, you know, by electing people who were going to be affected by the things that they made decisions on. And uh, that was one piece of it. Another piece of it dealt with uh, the schools in the area. Uh, That area is uh, serviced by Fulton County Schools. And uh, had we not created a city, we may have in Atlanta. And uh, if we ended up in Atlanta, then we would become part of Atlanta City Schools. And uh, we were told uh, right up front that if that happened, that they were going to close the schools that were in the neighborhood. Oh, wow. Really? Why? Because they didn't have a need for them. The schools were already underutilized, and they would have closed our schools and, and bust the the kids that were there to a city to school. To the city school. Yeah, in Atlanta. Oh. And, uh, you know, that, that would have killed property taxes. And, oh, know, yeah. It would have been a mess. Absolutely. So we we did what was right the right thing to do, and we created our own city. And I was saying, too, when we were talking about the taste of Sofu earlier, um, that the city of South Fulton is the number seven largest bit city in the state of Georgia, right? That is correct. I mean, if people don't, I mean, when we said that, I mean, I people, everyone's like, what? It's like, it's literally, I mean, it's a large city. It's very large. It's about 107 square miles. Wow. And that, yeah. that's what I was saying. That's why we break up the taste of Sofu. Yeah. Because, you know, we want like kind of each, just to be able to get a, fit, a feeling like it's mm-hmm. theirs, you know? Mm-hmm. But shout out to you and the team that actually were able to do that. I know, it, you know, it wasn't, Everybody wasn't a fan of it happening, but it's working out pretty well for it, the people that are. It know. is. And what we did, we made sure when we wrote the charter that the city could not go in debt. It can't spend more money than it takes in. Mm. And uh, 
So that that was a you know a feature of it to make sure uh, that we would not have a situation where taxes would go up to pay, um, you know, the cost of, of operating the city. Right. So that works. Uh, but in addition uh, to doing that, I was also able to add eight more miles of Fulton Industrial Boulevard into the city uh, on top of already operating um, at a profit. You know, profit is probably not right, but working uh, ahead of our budget. Uh, we were able to add another $12 million uh, to it. So that wow. that this adds to it makes it a better place. I mean, jobs, economics, like that's a whole... Absolutely. Yeah, and that whole corridor, we know there's big, clan, big plans coming for that corridor. Oh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. What should people know that they don't know about you that will drive them back out? Because we know the runoff, people don't show out. I mean, first of all, the 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 show the turnout for voting was dismal in this last election. Well, you know, unfortunately, people have, you know, people who have not lived through the movement, so to speak, um, and and don't really know the sacrifices that people made. A lot of people are in the graveyard because they were trying to get you the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I I've asked somebody the other day. I said, if Dr. King were to come back right now and look at what's going on, he'd probably say, I thought I took care of all of that 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, But people have just uh, become somewhat complacent, and uh, they, they, they don't turn out to vote, and voting is a fundamental piece of our democracy. And uh, if you don't go out and elect the people that are going to do the things that you need, then those things won't get done. And you'll end up with other people making decisions for your life, and then you're going to be sitting around saying, well, what happened? Why did that happen? Uh, but, you know, to answer your question about, uh, I don't know what people don't know about me, but uh, the reality is that I'm very committed to this. I didn't just start this. Um, you're and, from old Atlanta. Uh, and I don't mean yeah. like you're old because you clearly can't be more than 35, 37 years uh, well, old. I, I'll, I'll take that. that. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I probably got some socks older than that. But, <laughs> but the, the, the reality, you know, you hear people say, well, you know, it's time to get somebody new. And I, and I asked the question, okay, why? You know, if you are sick, you go to the hospital, uh, you're laying there and the doctor says, or the nurse says, you're going to have to have surgery. Do you say, mm-hmm. well, I don't want an old, experienced doctor. I want me a new doctor. Okay, all right. You don't do that. That's a good oh, one. Right? I knew where he was going that with that. Really I was good. like, well, that is, I like what he's saying. This young lady is a business owner. Mm-hmm. You, you have to hire people. Is that correct? I do, yes. When, when you put up a sign saying, I'll hire, and do you say if you have experience, no need to apply? Absolutely not. I want experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't see this as any different. He came with it today, didn't I like yeah. it a lot. We need right. some good sound effects for him, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, I don't see this as any different. You, you know, a new idea can come from anybody. Right. You know, but you still got to have somebody in the General Assembly that knows how to work that system. Right, because the learning curve is so It's it's a huge learning Mm -hmm. curve, and you have, the the way the system is set up, you have a handful of people who make the decisions, and those decisions are made in large part based on seniority, uh, based on experience, um, and, you know, a new person, it's going to take them, you know, five, six, seven years to uh, be able to get to a point where they get on the kind of committees I'm on. I'm on uh, one of the uh, committees I'm on is appropriations, Mm -hmm. which is one of the most important committees there because we decide how the $64 billion is going to get spent. That's right. As a new person, you are not going to be on that committee. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so the bottom line to it 
is that I'm on uh, several committees that uh, takes years to get on them. And, uh, and the work is being done. So it's not like you you saying, let's get somebody new for the sake of somebody new. Right. I mean, don't make any sense to me. I That's just right. gave you two examples. Two so great sense. examples. Yeah, I got, mm-hmm. and, I got nothing. Uh, and then you get, um, as I said, an idea can come from anywhere. I think you know about this. You know, we have a school over in the area, A. Philip Randolph Elementary School. And I was talking to students over there about how bills get passed. And when I left, a 10-year-old called me and said, Representative Bruce, I was in the class, which you were telling us about. And I got a bill I want you to get passed. And he was 10 years old. Wow. And I said, okay, tell me about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This old story. Yeah, yeah. That. Well, wait, oh, hold gosh. that story because I want to, okay. because we got to take a quick break. And I was hoping okay. you could stick around for a little okay. bit because I think you and Amy need to know each other because okay. you don't know each other. Mm-hmm. But she specializes, you heard what she does in the getting people um, certified as minority-owned businesses, right. woman-owned What's the disadvantaged woman on small business? Small business, yeah. I'm like, what's the S? Yeah, all that. And I'd love to talk to about it. But yeah. and you know, I always tell people, your parents, my parents, told us to go to school, get a good education, so you can go beg somebody for a job. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't say it that way, but that's but what that's it meant. What it, yeah. And then you gave that person, you know, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and then all of a sudden they said, well, we don't need you anymore. And yes. you're and, and now you're trying to figure out what the heck am I going to do now? And you got all this experience yes. that we've been talking yeah. about. Yes. Nobody wants you. Okay, so hold on to that yeah. story. I want to finish that. We I'm got some more to talk to with uh with with amy here when we come back it's ask michelle at 530-404-603-8770 facebook instagram you got three amazing people i'm the least amazing of these two um you can call and talk to them directly but don't go anywhere come back we're gonna finish okay. i want to know what this 10 year old had to say uh, okay. I do too. over the top with michelle taylor willis guys, guys right here on real 1100 a.m Michelle. That's me. With Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. We are broadcasting live on iHeartRadio 2. And we got Facebook and Instagram in the house at Michelle Taylor Willis. We got Amy Reese in the house. She's the CEO of ARC Solutions. She thought she was going to be consulting with CEOs all around the land. And God told her, nope. Mm-mm. I got bigger and better plans for you. Yep. Like matrimony. Baby, don't worry. I got plans <laughs> for okay. you. You know that song? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, who's, okay, I mean, how do I know that song? But well, you may, don't. I, don't well, listen, I need a, to maybe hear it like, we're, I need to hear more of it, maybe. It's, it's Wale and Usher, right? That's okay, right. I'm gonna make sure. Oh, okay, Usher. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's Wale and Usher. <laughs> it is 5.30. That means if you... Have a phone. You can dial in 404-603-8770 and talk directly to one of my amazing guests that we have in the studio today. In addition to Miss Amy Reese, who helps all of the small businesses get certified. If you're a minority woman, veteran-owned business, then you should be playing in the federal contracting space and she can help you do it mm-hmm. we've also got representative roger bruce in the house who is representing district 61 61 between you and Bazemore and jackson i can't keep all the districts straight but he is in the runoff election right now in fulton county and um, had 47 percent of the vote and we need everybody to come back out to vote the runoff at this point is more election 
more important um, than the first election. And we know it's so hard to get people to actually come back out. But guys, you got to get back out to vote in this runoff. Please. Like, we got to do it. Right? I mean, because if not, you know, we're leaving this all up to anybody else's hand. So when we went to break, you were telling us about the 10-year-old yeah. that said, I got an idea for the bill. Can you finish that story for us real quick? Uh, sure. He, he said uh, that he had an idea, and I t- asked him what it was. He said, well, first you have to come back to the school. And when you come back to the school, then I'll tell you. And uh, so I did. When I got back there, he had the principal, he had the other students, he had the teachers. Everybody was in the cafeteria. And uh, that's where he presented his bill to me. And what he wanted was for his parents to be able to come to school without their job being put at risk. If there were issues, you know, where the parents had to deal with uh, at school. And I first thing I thought about, I said, well, they, I thought they could do that. But we checked into it and we found out that the company he worked for, I mean, that his parents worked for, uh, did not do that. If you didn't come to work, you got fired. So what they ended up doing was the entire school made this their project. And some of the students became lobbyists. uh, And they had a station similar to this in the school. And uh, so every day they had reporters that were reported on the status of their bill. And I took uh, about 15 of them down to the Capitol, uh, had them in the governor's office, these 10-year-olds. And all their parents are sitting on the walls in the back. And uh, the kids are at the table with the governor. And uh, they told him, they said, you know, we're not old enough to vote for you, but if you don't support our bill, we're going to tell our parents sitting back there not to vote for you. Wow. And uh, so the bill came to be known as the Parent Protection Act. Oh, right. And, uh, and, and what ended up happening, uh, the bill got through the, 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 the uh, House chamber where I am, and then it was over in the Senate. And the uh, Chamber of Commerce, the State Chamber of Commerce, got wind of what was going on. And they wanted to keep this thing in place called, uh, where, where you can fire people at will. Yes. You probably yes. remember oh, that. Oh, at will, yeah. Very, very familiar, and, yeah. And uh, so they wanted to keep that, and they fought these kids. Oh, and, uh, and, and it was interesting. It did not get out of the Senate that year. But every year afterwards, we introduced it again, and pieces of it kept getting put into the bills, and eventually the entire bill became the law. About that, wow! And uh, so my point in saying all of that is that you have to. An idea can come from anywhere. Yes. Even a ten-year-old. Yep. But you still got to have somebody down that knows what they're doing to get it through the process, mm-hmm. and that's where I come in. Wow! Isn't that awesome? Gosh, that is awesome. A that's ten-year-old amazing. authored a piece of legislation. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's amazing. But I mean, to his point too, it just goes to show you that people think one person can't make a difference. When one person can make a difference. And one person can make a difference, mm-hmm. and it goes back to what we were saying even with you mm-hmm. earlier. When you're like, change people's lives, that's not. But even when you thought about it, you're like, yeah, we're changing people's lives. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. And, you, and that's, you know, we were also talking before we went to, before you went to the break about your parents teaching you to go to school, get a good education yeah. so you can beg somebody for a job. Yeah. And what I taught my children and what I'm trying to get other people to teach their children is to go to school. Get a good education so that you can decide for yourself what That's you want right. to do. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and if it is that you want to go work for somebody, be, be my guest. But if, it's, if, if it is that you have something else that you'd like to do, then let people like myself and this young lady, tell me your name again. Amy Reese. Amy Reese. <laughs> you know, let, let people like us help you uh, figure out how to do what it is that you want to do. 
and uh, and you you can have any kind of idea. You know, it's, it's some strange stuff that, that happens. You know, just this. You know, prior to um, to the pandemic, did you know anything about Zoom? Yes, I did. Okay, I actually well, had a Zoom well, live you, before. Well, yeah, but yeah. but, but a, lot people did. Not a lot of people, people did, did not, did which is why their stock went through the roof, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, right. Nobody knew what the heck Zoom was. Right. And and now you, you, you go through four or five Zoom meetings every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the whole notion that you couldn't be in two places at one time, that's Completely. not true anymore. That's yeah. right. Completely. You know? I don't know. And then, you know, all these other businesses have come and gone. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, 15, 20 years ago, if you say computer, what was the first thing that came to your mind? IBM. Oh yeah, true. I was gonna. I was That's trying true. to figure out were, were Max out. Yeah, you, you just said IBM. IBM. Well, yeah, and Max were really only for like creative people, people That's in right. graphic design. Like mm-hmm. everybody didn't have mm-hmm. a Mac. Right. But, but, but when's the last time you heard somebody say IBM? Uh, uh, exactly. Just now. Yeah. Just now. You, uh-huh. you know. So, so <laughs> what I'm saying ideas come, ideas go, and what we, we have to do is figure out what the next new trend. Exactly. Is going to and be. stay relevant in it, yeah. which you've been able to do because well, a lot of people don't know this, um, but Representative Bruce was in leadership at Burger King, right? You yeah, weren't sure I, he was in HR. Yeah, I was wow. head of HR for Burger King Corp. Wow. And, and I had an interesting story there, too. You know, mm-hmm. you dealing with employees. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gone into one of the restaurants and there was a lady in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and uh, she was trying to become a, she wanted to work there. Uh, behind the counter but her wheelchair was lower than the counter Mm -hmm. and people couldn't see her Mm -hmm. and the manager wouldn't hire her you know because of that you know and and I don't know what came over me that day but I went down the street to the Home Depot and got a saw and came back and I just cut the daggone counter you know just cut it down (laughs) and and then all of a sudden you can see her. Mm-hmm. I said, now, is the reason you can't hire her now? Mm. Wow. And, and he said, well, no, I guess not, but we need to fix that counter. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the point that I'm making is that you got to, you know, open your, open your mind, open your brain, right. and, and, and find ways to do things that people think can't be done. That's right. Uh, because I, I just believe if somebody can imagine it, it can be done. That's right. And, uh, That's right. you know, so if you have an idea, if you have a dream, uh, no matter what it is, you know, mm-hmm. and you've heard me tell this story too. In your communities, you need to figure out what businesses you can have in your community where you can keep a dollar circulating mm-hmm. five right. or six mm-hmm. times right. before mm-hmm. it leaves your community. Mm-hmm. And this may sound gross, but what does everybody use? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. We, remember, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. So, what, what if we started a facility in our oh, community? That's right. You did talk about this. Yeah. yeah if we started yeah, yeah. a facility in our community making toilet paper. Making toilet paper. And, and that ain't that ain't rocket right. science to make toilet paper. Let's make right. toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And then we say everybody that lives, you got a, over 100,000 people that live in the city of South Fulton. Mm-hmm. I hope all of them use toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And if you got a hundred, if you have 100,000 people, buying that toilet paper mm-hmm. um, right off the bat, mm-hmm. then that, that's a lot of daggone toilet yes, paper. That's a lot of toilet paper. It, that know, is staying in the community. It, it's staying it's in, in the, the community. Literally, yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. We're know. using paper to make that paper. paper. You get it? Oh, you well, I get it. it. I like it. I am all over <laughs> it today. You are, you are I'm not even trying. I'm not even just, trying. It's just coming off the top of your head. Boom. It's crazy. Yeah, ridiculous. So you get my point. You know, Let's stop You know, being dependent. Every day somebody calls and they say, can the government do this? Can the government do that? And some of this stuff the government can do, but most of it, if it's, if it's going to help individuals, the government probably is not no, going to be as, as involved. You know, you, the government is involved in helping masses. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, mm-hmm. but individually, we got to help each other. That's right. And we got to help ourselves. And that's why it's amazing what you do because he can take care of the masses, but you can take care of of the individuals and these small businesses that can get access to mm-hmm. what is available to the masses, right? Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, too, um, before we go to our last break, Amy, what do you think are, like, the three things that people need to do to be prepared to come to you? Because, as you know, you can't get certified if certain things aren't in order. There's right. a lot of prep work. There is. And a lot of people... When they come to you, you're like, oh, no, we got a lot of work to do before we can even begin the application process. Mm-hmm. So if there are three things me as a small business owner mm-hmm. needs to do to make sure when I'm ready, when I come to you, I'm ready. What are those three things? So the first thing is you need to have a an established um, business set up, legally set up in your in your state. Um, you know, there are a lot of people who have, you know, side hustles and right. things like that. So you need to have an established entity set up. You need to have your EIN set up, which is free. We know the Secretary of State, there's a fee to that. I think it's $100. Um, and you need to have a business bank account. Um, that <laughs> like is real basics. Yeah. So wait, you, do, I'm just asking. I don't mean mm-hmm. to sound so far No, please ask. Yeah. But do people come to you with like real businesses that don't have this stuff? Um, I, they, we don't, we can't take them, but I get, a, we get a lot, we field a lot of calls, especially right. when I'm, when I'm on the radio on, on Mondays, yeah. a lot of calls come through and, um, yeah, you'd be surprised at what's lacking, right. particularly in our community. And I it know goes a lot of people to, don't have bank accounts, which I find, cause I'm like, I'll just send it to your business bank account. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm like, dude, how do you not, you can't, I, you, you shouldn't that, be mixing funds exactly. for one thing I anyway. tell them, I'm like, I'm not paying you until you get a business bank. I'm just not doing it. I'm, exactly. I'm not doing it. Right. Go yeah, get a bank account. Can't do it. Yeah. Right. So, so those three fundamental things, that's just, you gotta th- have Those that. are the basics and there's more that they need, but a lot of, a lot of things we, we provide cause we, we provide business formation services and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, operating agreement, stock certificates, you do ledgers. all that stuff. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. We do. Because sometimes I imagine you might get people and they have the wrong designation, right? They're they're an S Corp and mm-hmm. they shouldn't be, right? Or they should be an S Corp or Well, we don't do as much. That's really a legal thing, a legal and a CPA thing. Right. But we sometimes can advise them. Right. You know, right, we're right, not right, attorneys, right, right. so you know, we sure. can advise them sometimes. But um typically what happens is even established businesses and, and we literally have hundreds of businesses that we have serviced over the years and um typically what ends up happening is that they don't have operating or they just don't have the standard right. basic paperwork that they're supposed to have right. um and they don't know and they've been operating for years but it's not until they get ready to do something important you know like get certified or or you know uh, go or for, a grant. for a grant and then they're or like, like the, i need a business the license? whole ppp <laughs> eidl stuff like right. people scrambling like you should have already, already had, had that, that stuff you know right so those right. are the things that we can assist them with through some of those services some of the other services that we offer which i didn't know like literally in my head i was like okay we have all of our stuff together we come to you and you go apply mm-hmm. but it's i liken it to kind of like in our media company right people want to advertise mm-hmm. Um, and they have the budget for it, but the website might not be oh, intact, right? right? Or they need a logo mm-hmm, or they mm-hmm. need a brand guide. So we will provide these things uh-huh. and get them uh-huh. kind of ready to advertise. Very similar. And so it's the same thing. Very right? similar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's not your core business, but right. that's what you do to make sure that they're set up for success. That's exactly right. Yes. Can, can I ask a question? 
question. Oh, yeah, too. for sure. You, you know, because, you know, a lot of times people will come with an idea mm-hmm. and then they don't have a clue how, mm-hmm. to, how to really implement the mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so do, does your company help them get a partner or somebody that might have a skill set to help them create that idea? A lot of people think that they have to do this by themselves, but... Why not get a partner? Now you are talking about like see, I came <laughs> from. Can you do that again? Mm-mm. I came from. I came from uh, corporate America, and I, the, I spent the last fifteen years or so um, spearheading strategic partnerships between the company that I worked for, which was a Fortune five hundred company, and other Fortune five hundred companies. And I have I have. Um, I talk a lot about that in the small business space since I launched seven years ago, how important teaming is. Mm -hmm. And so the answer to your question is yes, I have a lot of uh, clients that we, uh, you know, that that we're connected with. Obviously, we we connect. I just did it today. I'm always making connections um, with between people who, you know, can do certain things and can't do certain things where they have that synergy. Um, because I, I just I'm a firm believer in partnerships and teaming. And so and that's just, you know, generally speaking, in our community, we don't do a lot of that. We don't embrace it because there's a lot of this, um, you know, um, somebody's going to take my right, idea like or, own, right. you know, and, and what ends up happening is you're not going anywhere by yourself right. because you're so afraid that someone's going to take your idea or that, you know, someone's going to make more than you. That's why you and have contracts. That's why there's teaming agreements and joint venture agreements and there, there are legal ways to do it where you don't have to be sitting over in the corner by yourself trying to figure out right. how I can grow, right. you know, so... Yes, the answer to your question is yes, and we're big proponents of, of those types of partnerships. And you're big on growth strategy as well. And yeah. that's one of the, I mean, one of the easiest yes. way to grow is to yes. partner, right? And, 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 or to acquire yes, ma'am. or all Absolutely. of those Absolutely. And, yep. and then creative ways to finance companies. Mm-hmm. You know, right now, we all think we got to go to the bank. Mm-hmm. And some banks will work with you, and most of them won't. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you had 10 people who lived in your neighborhood, let's say you want to open up a restaurant or you want to open up whatever it is, mm-hmm. And, and you find 10 people in your community uh, that will help you, you know, get started by donating, not donating, but con- uh, investing mm-hmm. uh, a certain amount of money. And you give them an interest in your business, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, you, you work it out. You know, sometimes you can start a small business with, you know, under $100,000. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you can get, you know, 10, 15 family members or neighbors or whatever, uh, to put in a thousand dollars so that you can get there, mm-hmm. you know that's just another way yes, uh, to do it, and, and we just have to stop thinking that there's only one way. Yeah, to do that's things. Right. there's so many different ways to do it. That's Absolutely, right. mm-hmm. there's only one way to go to break though, and I'm about to show you how to do it. I'm just joking. There's several ways to go to break. <laughs> we got to take one quick break. We're going to come back. Amy's going to tell us about her final workshop before she breaks for the summer, which is going to be Saturday, Saturday, June 18th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's federal registration and certification workshop, and she's going to tell us how we can find her, how you can find her, and you can actually do business with her and don't forget to get out and vote june 13th starts early voting guys um so you got to get out and make it to that runoff but don't go anywhere we'll be right back with more over the top with michelle taylor willis right here on really 1100 a.m before we close this thing completely out michelle 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 take this one here for me and my dj All right, guys, welcome back to Over the
over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. I say welcome back, but I really should be saying goodbye because the show is uh, literally over. Okay, so <laughs> another wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> oh, gosh, real 1100 AM. If I could just bring you into the studio and you could actually see what happens. But uh, Amy's so excited to be in here. She just keeps yanking just our microphone break, I mean, honestly, off of the arm. Lord, she just can't. Just, she, let me just take the microphone with me. She can't contain her excitement. Since you're so excited... Tell them about the workshop on June 18th and how people can find you and do business with you. Got it. Okay, so um, our next federal registration certification workshop is on Saturday, uh, June 18th. It's next Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's the last workshop of the summer before the fall, so we won't have another one. And that workshop is uh, really to help you understand the federal marketplace. We, we teach you all the foundational information that you need to know and we actually complete your federal registration for you so you're not having to worry about that and we give you really clear next steps and really help you to understand the space so that you can get going so um that's pretty much it for the workshop and, and socials and websites socials and arc business solutions on all platforms facebook instagram uh linkedin facebook and linkedin are, are the most you know where we really are uh instagram we are a little bit um and, of course, win.arcanswers.com is uh, the website that you can go to if you want to learn more about the workshop and what that what it means and what's included. Awesome. Thank you so much, Thank Amy, for, for coming me. in and educating me. And, I mean, I learn. Every time I talk to you, I learn something. But I, you got me today on a couple of these things. I didn't even know so the differences between mm-hmm. a lot of the, um, the the different spaces. So right. thank you for coming in. Thank you for having we me. We are going to be talking. Literally, when we get off air, we're going to talk because okay. I got something big for you. Okay. And Representative Bruce. Yes. Tell us how do we get back out to these polls. Get and back this out. The, uh, the early voting starts on the 11th. Uh, goes to the 17th. Election day is actually the, 30, the 21st of this month. And uh, go back. You know, what the last thing you want to do uh, when this when this election is over is to say, oh, what happened? I, I didn't know there was an election. You don't want to wait. You want to make sure that you go and you take somebody with you. Uh, if you have a car to seat six, take six people with you. <laughs> and uh, But the idea is that you go out, you know, exercise your right to vote. Uh, make sure that you are an educated voter and that you're voting for somebody like me. Uh-oh. <laughs> or me. <laughs> Not even like me, just me, right? There you go. There you go. Well, and thank you for coming in. I know you had to have a little trek up here, but I appreciate it's you okay. coming in. No problem. It's always good to see you. And he, look at his beautiful green eyes. Uh-oh. You know, I'm a sucker for green eyes. Are you? Yes. They're beautiful. They are thank beautiful. <laughs> All right, guys, it's the end of the show. And so, you know, I'm going to have to bid you farewell with my farewell song that's gonna come on at any i'm so glad we had this time together just to have a laugh or sing a song before you know it say so long that's yeah Thank you, Carol Burnett, for the inspiration. I know that you guys are a little overwhelmed by my singing voice. I'm sorry. I just have to get it out. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this live broadcast of Over the Top Radio with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Always a big shout out to our iHeart listeners. And if you want to find me, I am at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. Season 5 of According to Michelle, where we interview all the national celebrities and notable spins back up in the fall. Be ready. 
for that. You can find me at Black is the New Green. It's coming back in the fall, too, on Radivision.com. But everything is on Team Replay. So hit up Radivision.com. Hit up the YouTube channel of Ganyo Media, and you can find all of our episodes there. I will be at the Taste of Sofu on July 1st in Union City. On Friday, I will be at the Georgia Wellness Summit, handling their hosting needs. And uh, I know some of y'all are going to be at Essence Festival. I will be at Essence Festival. So find me and let's do some business. Shout out to Coke United always for supporting Credit Hub Access. If you're a seasoned business and you need some money, reach out to him. And as always, thanks to our listeners. I am out. You've been Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.